All right. Good evening. I hope you're all doing well today. We're learning Maseches Bavakama Daft Tzadi Zion. And um, we're starting at the very top line. Just uh, for the next couple of days, uh, tonight we're going to learn until the top of Tzadi Ches. If you look at Tzadi Ches Amid Beis, you'll see that it's basically a four-blot page. I mean, it's it's massive. Um, and if you look at Tzadi Tes, which is Friday's blot, it's fairly regular. And the blot for Shabbos is very short. So we're not going to have a regular... It's an, it's not a break when it's on the heels of what's before it, but uh, the pagination, our our breakdown is not going to be regular over the next few days. Sunday, I'm here. Monday, Tuesday, I'm out of town and we'll be... I've already scheduled them into my day to, to, uh, to post them. So we will not be in person. Then next week, also Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, we will not be together unless my flights change. And the week after that, I'm in Israel. So I'll have a lot of uh, missing nine days in February, but uh, I will try not to fall behind on the posting. All right. We're starting at the very top line. We had a discussion, one that seemingly is a machlokas in the Tanoim as to whether or not an Eved has a din of karka as it relates to the principle of karka ain't an exelis. You can't steal property. So if an Eved is like karka ain't an exelis, then you didn't steal anything. And if if karka is... If an Eved is not like Karka, then you did. So says the Gemara, on the top of Tzadi Zayin, does Rav actually say that there's an equivalence between an Eved and Karka? Rav himself said, that if I take your Eved and I use him for my own purposes in my own house, in my own field, so the Halacha is your Pater. If you want to say that an Ebed is like Karka, really, even though you took him out of his out of my property, but he's my Ebed, he's like Karka. You burn my property, you pay for my property. You use my Ebed, you pay for my Ebed. Why would the why would Rav say your putter? Says the Gemara, What are we talking about where you use my Eved? It was at a time when he was after hours. He wasn't in uniform anymore. And that's when you used him. In that case, your putter. That's not my, you. that was his free time. You don't, that, that's not my problem. Huh? Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, top line, Oh, Fascinating. That it's not a din in like schedules. It's just, I have nothing for you to do right now. So during that time, if I chop him, so a little bit of a unique language. We're, used, we're, we're accustomed to saying it's really not, not how Rashi framed it, not how Rashi refers to it. I asked a Shiloh to write first, I probably shared this here before, about using Shari Tzedek's parking lot to go to IF Optical. Is that legal? I don't think it's legal. Legal or halachically legal? Are you talking about Judaism or are you talking about secular law? Judaism. So you're asking this, Shiloh, Zen Nenev is Elo Chaser. Rabbi first said it was Mutter. If it's right, then that's not even because that's not a reduction in benefit on the bylam. It's annoying. You're annoying. But I don't think it triggers the din of I remember. Yes. We, we really try not to use that word too often. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. 
So really, that's Zenene Vizelochaser. It is until someone falls. They're they're just being litigious. They didn't they didn't want to. They were looking around the bend, and I understand. In theory, I understand why they did that. But in halacha, we seemingly don't have such a thing. We look at the moment in time and say, is it Zenene Vizelochaser or is it Zenene Vizelochaser? We don't. I mean, there are times in halacha where we look around the bend. This is not one of those times. Okay, Lemaisa, that's the answer to your question, Stan. Rashi explained that this Eved was not working at that time. You chopped up my Eved and you used him. The halacha is your potter. Says the Gemara, perhaps we can compare it to the following Barmar. This Shiloh was posed by Rabbi Abba Tamari Barmar. What was the Shiloh? Tzadi Zayin Amadal of seven lines down. I pitch a tent in your backyard. You're out of town. You had no idea. All right, then I have a, I come back or I get a Google notification that you're sleeping in my backyard. What's the din? Do I have to pay you for having slept in your yard without permission? Yes or no? So the Gemara says, Vishal the response of Mari Barmar was sent back to Rebbe Abba. And he said, You don't have to pay. So what's the equivalence between that and our case? Well, in the case that we started, we said that if I use your Eved without Rishus Pater, because it was Shalom B'Shas Malacha, here too, you weren't in your yard, to piggyback on the language of Rashi, and therefore, so the Gemara tries to equate these two cases, case number one of me using your Eved without Rishus, and case number two where I sleep in your yard without Rishus. Says the Gemara, no way. How can you compare these two cases? I could understand in the case of Mari Barmar, the second case that we saw where I squatted in your backyard. I'd prefer someone to be in my house than not, because at least they'll do some house upkeep. That the Pasuk actually says, was the name of a demon, of a shade. And when someone lives in a house, the shade is not in the house. So maybe there's some preference to me having you squat in my house. So in the second case, I understand. In our case, where I use your Eved without permission, do I want you to lower the energy of, that's ridiculous. I don't want you to ruin my Eved. Uh, when I play softball in the summer, we always hated when our teammates would sub the first game because they were tired by the second game. You just wiped out my Ebed. He just plowed your whole 50-acre field. He's exhausted. Now I need him to work. He's trashed. So the cases are not comparable. I want you in my backyard because that gets rid of the shade. But I don't want you using my Ebed. So why are both cases putter? So the Gemara says you're 100% right. Amre, hachanami nichale. It's also nichale in our case of the Ebed. Delo listere avde. There is a benefit in using an Eved, that is, that he should not be bored. Rashi, 12 lines down, give or take, Okay, we should discuss this language of Rashi. It's very, very interesting. It doesn't say, It's There's a mahalach in being a batlan. We, as a culture, are exceptional at being batlanim, with the Mahalach. I only watched one season tonight. I only watched one season. So we've created a heter to be a batlan. That's not right. I don't know if this is what Rashi means, but I'm just telling you when I read this Rashi, I'm like, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> I didn't look into it, but the language is funky. No, you get, it's not normal. Levato, we have other phrases in. Uh, 
Um, oh, we didn't want it to become a licentious. Okay, there's a lot of things that Rashi could have said. What? You don't want to put any ideas in his head. It's not shot that you care if he doesn't, if he sits for a while, but you don't want to put any idea. He might enjoy it too much. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's something like that. I'm sure it's something like that. And I'm sure that if I was standing on a soapbox as a show rabbi, I would blow this out of the water and make a whole conversation about Netflix. But yeah, but it's it still is a very interesting phraseology. Even, oh, yeah. Even that, even the Super Bowl, we're like, hey, we won't watch the commercials. It's Badlanus. It's the same Badlanus. It's just you're not watching the Puri Suri Del Raisa preaches. Okay, very good. Mazel tov, you're from me. We've made Batala like part of our culture. It's not like we're not busy people. I'm saying we pack 18-hour days in and we still manage to be Mavatal at least 10%. We're my Sirksafim when it comes to Batala. Okay, third of the way down. Rav Yosef Bar Listen to what Rav Yosef Bar used to do. Let's say I'm Rav Yosef. Let's say you owe me money. If you owe me money, I'm going to take your Evet and use him until you pay me back. What's the problem with that? Sounds like it sounds like ribis. Huh? Nope. That, nope. No, it's not badlanus on that end. We're talking about an Eved Lechora that didn't have anything else to do. But it's ribis. You owe me $500. What did I actually get when I was done? $500 plus what your Eved gave me. That's ribis. And even if it's not ribis del Raisa, depends if it's a halvar or not, we're going to discuss. But it's still usher. It's still Mr. de Rabbana. I don't even know how that works, but I, I presume it would then not be the case. I know the postkim discuss um, when somebody owes you money and you know they're going to pay you back, but you drive an extra carpool for them. The postkim discuss if that's mutter because you're giving them. It's gas money. It's time. Nishtapashim. Carpool is worth a lot. It's not about the gas. It's not about the gas. No. Oh my gosh, no. But I, I don't know. I we'll, We're going to learn in the next couple of Masechahs a lot about ribis. Well, we're going to pretend to learn about it. We'll we'll see how deep we actually get. You die, yeah? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. I hope I don't do that from this chair, but let's see what we figure out. Omar Lei, Rabba, it's really Rava Berei. Rava was uh, the son of Rav Yosef Bar Chama. Omar Lei, Rava Berei, my taima of Ibmar Hachi. Why, why are you doing that? Isn't that problematic? Even the food that I put into the stomach of that Eved, the Eved is a zero, the food I gave him is a zero. In other words, what you're getting is a zero. So when you uh, when you owe me $500 and I also use your Eved, but your Eved is a zero. So it's not 500 plus what the Eved did, it's 500 plus zero. So it's not a ribis issue. By the way, the Gemara hasn't said ribis yet, but like it's the subtext of, of what's going on here, potentially. Omar Leh, Amar de Amar of Nachman, I could understand that you say that your Evid is worth nothing. Kigon Daru Avde, like this person whose name was Daru, who was an Evid. Demarkid Bekube, he would go dance in the in the clubs in order to make a couple of rubles so that he can get some alcohol. But Kulu Avde, Mevad Avde, everyone's gonna do this ridiculous. No, only that Evid's a zero. But the but other Avadim are not zeros. If your Evid is a good guy and you owe me $500 and I borrow your Evid, borrow, I take your Evid because I'm annoyed that you haven't paid me yet. So what's the din? Bechoros Ribis, because now he has value. Amarle, don't worry. Anakarav Daniel Svirali, I hold like Rav Daniel, who holds 
The Amar, Rav Daniel Bar, Rav Katina, Amar Rav, like we saw earlier on the page, HaTokef Avdo Shel Chaver of Asabah Pater, that it's a zero value, there are zero sum gain, and therefore there's no ribus issues over here. Alma, what do we see? Nichalei Delo Listere Avde. Why is it that we see that you're putter? Because we didn't want the Ebed to sit around doing nothing. So this is a lengthy way to verify the answer that we saw earlier, that the case that we started with of Ebed and Karka, uh, the case oh, that we started with, excuse me, of me taking your Ebed where I'm putter, and the second case that was presented, which was uh, squatting in your property, Shalom Ladas, both of them are putter. One, because it's better that the house should not be totally empty, keeps the Shadim away, and you're also probably going to clean up a little bit here and there. And the second, and the in our case of that's because we don't want the Ebed to learn bad habits. Omar Lay, okay, look, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you haven't really solved the ribis problem. I could understand if I'm using your Ebed when you don't owe me money and you should be putter. But Mar, in your case, since you do owe money, or since you are owed money, it doesn't say it's ribis. It's it appears like ribis. Even though it's true that if I squat in your property with no permission, I'm putter. When is that? That's only in stomach case. But halvehu the dar If there was a halva involved and then there was squatting, no Because otherwise, it is ribis. So let's do the math. You owe me five hundred dollars. You squat in my property. Uh, you owe me five hundred dollars. I squat in your property. Right? I have to pay you for that. Otherwise, I've benefited beyond my five hundred. It has to be nil. Otherwise, it's going to be ribis. And the Gemara says uh, that this argument actually worked. Amarle Hadri B. You're right. I need to stop using people's avadim when they owe me money, provided that the Eved is an Eved that has value and he's not a total disaster, train wreck, because then it's actually ribis. Fascinating. Questions? Good? Okay. Says the Gemara two-thirds of the way down, five lines before the wide lines. Hatokev Sfinoso Shel Chavero. All right, it's one thing to squat on your property, but when I know you're out of town, I'm going on your boat and I hop on your yacht, a mega yacht, and I am enjoying. And I even made some improvements. Your sail was made out of a cheaper material. I upgraded and I threw out your other sail. Amarab, how does this work? Amarab, Ratsa Schara Notel. If he wants, he can take wages. Ratsa Pachsa Notel. Or he can figure out the difference in price, right? I can say now it was worth 10,000 more than before. I'm taking $10,000 in, uh, in the Pachas and the value. So it's either the Schar of rental or the Pachas, the, the new value based on appreciation. Whichever one is more, you can pick, which is a very unique halacha. It's up to the guy who did the improvements. Increase. I know it says pchas, but it doesn't mean that. It means the math equation improved. It is improved, right? That's what he said. And I did something to, I did something. So the pchas means the math equation of it used to be X and now it's Y. It just happens to be that the numbers in the positive in this case. Should have said shvach though. You're making me rethink this. Uh, you're correct, David. Rashi, I didn't say you did. You 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 asked the why we why why I was saying pachas in the positive. Rashi says pachsa im nishbara onis kalkala udme pachsa yiserin al schara notel dme pachsa. Very good. So I thought asabamalacha was a positive. It's not a positive. It's a negative. 
All right, so I keyed your boat. I was upset at you. So then, then we're doing the math equation. Either um, I, who damaged your boat, have to pay the rental fee, or I have to pay the pchas, the reduction in cost. Thank you for calling that out. That's Rob. What? But why, why should you pay for using the boat? That's from the top of the blot. No, we'd say if I squat on your property, I'm putter also. Yeah. Or even better is that you're keeping the shade them away, whatever the swars are. Yeah. That's Rav Shita. What'd you say? Sorry, Mr. Yakov. Maybe like wear and tear. I don't think we've ever seen that. It's interesting because you sleep in someone's backyard. There's no wear and tear. Both. I mean, the more you do, the good. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think we do that in halacha. I think there has to be a, a. I think there has to be a be'en to the pchas. I think there has to be a mamashos to the pchas. It can't just be conceptual, and not that it's conceptual, but. We're in territory. Like we we have wood floors in our house that are stained. And in the spot where our chairs are in our kitchen, the wood is slightly lighter. Once doesn't do that. 1,000 times does that. So I, I don't recall, you're asking good, I, I have no idea. I don't recall seeing a case like that where we measure damages with a, an invisible pras. I, I don't, even though it's in aggregate, it, it's Hezek She'enu Nikr today. But in the in the scheme of things, it, it's Hezek that will be nicker. Correct. Correct. The Shitascha, if I were to, uh, if I personally did the damage, if I moved your chair a thousand times in your kitchen, on the thousandth time, do I have to pay, even though it's only one effort? Pro it, it's. I'm just guessing from what we've seen that it's only when damage is visible in the moment. I'm, I'm just guessing. Okay. So that's Shitas Rav, that you can pick. Uh, you can pick your poison that you either can have the damager pay the rent or the damager can pay the pchas. No, he can only take the pchas. This, this is actually not a machlokas. One was where the setup was that the guy was renting the boat. And one was a setup where and one, the other setup was where he wasn't renting the boat. He was just a damager. Rav is the first case, and Shmuel is the second. The Sema, first of the long lines on Sadi Zayin and Aleph. Everyone agrees that we're talking about a guy who rented a boat. I'm thinking like Airbnb. We just had this. This is Mamish, a true story. Okay, this just happened. We were in Florida. We rented an Airbnb. The dryer, um, the washing machine, excuse me, wouldn't spin without an error. So we were a family of eight with a swimming pool. We had like 87 towels. We packed in order to do laundry and it wasn't working. So we registered. We were very polite about it. Just want to let you know that the washing machine, well, yeah, well, you you guys caused some damage. He took a picture, I have it, of a pool noodle with a little bit of a divot in the outside of the pool noodle. I'm like, well, now it's worth 98 cents. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe I'm chayv on the pras, right. but you owe me a washing machine. That's fine. I'm happy to, you want to, you want to go that route? I'm, we ended up being a mensch about it. We just, whatever, it was fine. It was fine. But I'm just saying, that's this. That's this case. This is like an Airbnb case. I rented. I really did try to rent. And in that case, there's there's some latitude. I only went in there to steal your stuff. Depends on your mindset. 
So that's uh, according to this. Uh, this is a good a good gemara for that in regards to the Airbnb case. If I went in for the rental, so then I can choose how I pay. I can either pay cash or I can I can pay the rental cost, or I can pay the pchas. Just a math equation. Gazal Matbeavinistak, we spoke about multiple cases. Um, if you look back in our Mishnah, the Mishnah is on Sadivav Ahmed Bez. So we had Gazal Matbeavinistak, we said Mashalam Kshasakzela. And then we said that if it was a Matbe that wasn't cracked, but it became irrelevant, it was out of circulation, right? Like the smallest coins in, in Israel, which were out of circulation. That's a little different. There, the Mishnah says, Hare Shal There, you don't have to pick Shasak Zela. You just return the useless coin. Very different. Very different. So the cracked coin has to be paid for. The coin that's no longer in circulation, that's Harishel Khalifanecha. Here you go. So we're going to speak about this distinction. Eight, nine lines from the bottom, Sadi Zainamadal. Amar Avhuna, Nistak, Nistak Mamish. When the Mishnah says that it's cracked, it literally means that it cracked. Nifsal, when it says Nifsal, when our Mishnah says that a coin became puzzle, that's Psalto Malchus. That's when the government says this coin no longer has any value, which happens not it hasn't happened in, in our lifetime here in the United States, but it has happened. What was the smallest text? What was the smallest currency? Is the five agurot? No, that's uh, that's old old. But there was a ten agura piece, and I think there was a five. The tens are gone, right? Yeah, I don't know. They, every once in a while, they give them to you. Every once in a while. I I, th I think there was one below the ten agurot. I uh, yeah, I remember. I, I'm remembering. I hated that. Was, there was so much change to carry, and their ten shekels was significant. The gold thing. Oh, that's old. That that's old. You're old. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I have a brother your age. That's not because of my own experiences. But that was what you used to do. You used to tie a string on it. You put it in. You're an Indian giver. That was the story. Yes. I was with him. I wasn't with you. That's... Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to discuss this distinction. According to Rabbi Huna, when it says Nifsal in our Mishnah, that's a case where the government says that it's out of circulation. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, Psalto Malchus Nami Hainunistak. No, Rabbi Yehuda argues that when our Mishnah says Psalto Malchus, that's the same halachic status as Nistak. So then, according to him, to Rabbi Yehuda, Dami Nifsal. Then what did our Mishnah mean by Nifsal? It doesn't mean that the government took it out of circulation. What does it mean? That yes, it no longer works in this country, but it does work in another country. I'm making this up. But let's say that the Canadian penny uh, doesn't work in America, but the American penny works in Canada. So like you have like this, some currencies just don't work everywhere. Okay. Rav Chizda says to Rav Huna, who was our first shita, Rav Chizda says, According to you who says that when there's a coin that's nifsal, it means that the government took it out of circulation. Hare, that's very similar to peros vihir kivu, to fruits that spoiled. Yain vihichmit, or wine that's no longer no longer drinkable, it's become vinegar. They're very similar to the government invalidating those coins. Viktani, nevertheless, our Mishnah says, Mishalan kshasagzela, but that's a stira. If you want to say that nifsal means psalto malchus, it should have the same din as the yayin shehichmitz, which is mashalim kshasagzela, as opposed to the other case of hareshel chalifanecha. Which one is it? Amarle, hasam, that's not true. It's not correct. By the, by the fruits and vegetables that have spoiled or the wine that has become 
vinegar, hasam nishtana ta'am You can open that bottle of wine from six weeks ago in your fridge and you know when you take the cork out that it smells like vinegar. You can tell, you can tell. But hacha lo nishtana. Here, by the coins that the government said were no longer valid in circulation, they're the same exact item below shum shinui, hareshal chalafanecha. That's the distinction. Is that because of the tzura of the coin or the actual... Nothing changed about the coin. How do you know which coin is valid? The government said that the five agura piece is no longer part of society. You can't, it's no longer, you know, tender, whatever. You can't hand it, won't, it won't count as dollars. They invalidated the coin. Or that would be a, a practical today example. So nifsal, nifsal, nifsal malchuso means that the coin's the same, but it has no value. They, they devalued it. But back then, the coins had value in, in the weight of the Very good. We're going we're gonna to be discussing that. That's true. But while it's true that it did have some value, it wasn't allowed to be used as their currency, whatever the parameters were. Of course, uh, original old shekels, mm-hmm. you, you can't use them. Right? Presumably. Yeah. No. Even before, there used to be a different monetary Correct. Basically, locked off three zeros. Right. They, they, they reinvented the shekel in 1986. Right. Way before then, there was Lira. Yeah, Lira. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This, 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 this is. Uh, the, 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 there's some punches being. The back row. The back row is always difficult. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who's sitting there. Beautiful. Omar Lay, and this is like one of my favorite things to ever happen in the Gemara. See how it says Rava the Rabbi Huda? That is impossible. Take a look at the Mesoras Hashas Os Katan Zion. What? I love this stuff. It's amazing. I love it. I feel so bad about myself. Why? Oh. that hard to remember. There's so many names in the Gemara. Says the Gemara and Os Katan Zion. Sorry, it says the Mesoras Hashas Os Katan Zion. Tzarech Lomar Rava. Dohamishemes Rav Yehuda Nolad Rava. Kimavuar Kedushin, Ayin Beis. Rav Yehuda was a second century. He was Rav, Rav Yehuda, Rav Kahana, Rava. And yes, they're only two generations apart. And let's call a generation 40 to 50 years back in the day. People were having children at much younger ages. But uh, Rav Yehuda died before Rava was born. So it's impossible. So this was just a mistake of the of the typesetter over here. And Amar Leh, therefore, Rava, who was third century instead of fourth, Rava the Rav Yehuda, According to you, the Amris Psalto Malchus Nami Hainu Nistak, that when you say that the government's cancellation of a coin is the same as a coin being cracked, the same thing should be true about Truma, true about Truma that became Tame. It's similar to, to the to the coins being invalidated by the government. Nevertheless, why by the coin that cracked do we say that you have to pay for it? But over here, we say, in regards to the case of the produce of the truma, this came up already. Somebody said this, that that's what they were talking about before. It's unrecognizable damage. You're right. You turn the truma into, into tuma. There's nothing that you can actually do about that anymore. It's done, but it's invisible. However, hacha. here, in regards to the coin, guess what? There's a crack in it. And therefore, minkar hezekah. So those are the distinctions. Itmar, we have a statement of the Amorim. Bottom line of Tzadi Zayin of Aleph says the Gemara as follows. Hamal ve'es al hamatbeya ve'nifsalo hamatbeya. 
Um, I lend you money. I give you a $100 bill. And then, and this didn't happen yet in our culture, they actually removed the old $100 bills from society. You know, sometimes at the bank, they give you like a stack of bills and some of them look like our childhood and some of them don't. The newer ones look different. They have that plastic strip on them, different ballgame. Let's say there's a day where the where the American government decides we're no longer using the old $100 bills. They're being removed from circulation. But 10 years ago, I made a loan with you with that money. So so what happens? Rav Amar, turning to the top of Tzadi Zion Amid Beis, Mir Tzashem, we're going to get to the top of Tzadi Chesim No sein lo matbea hayotze beotso You need to swap it out with the equivalent of today's $100 bill. So that means that I'm giving you a different $100 bill. I'm giving you the new one. The Shmuel Amar, yachalomar lo lechotziu b'mishan. Go spend it in Misha. What does that mean? that there's another place that will take the old $100 bills. You go over there. Mishan is a place, but it really means that place that's far away, which means get over it. You lost out. Not my problem. Go spend your your old $100 bill in another city. It's like the Kaspomat. Like when you go in Israel to these guys who are the money changers, they'll take your currency. You know, if they have any way of verifying that it's still valid, they'll take your currency. Fine. Amar Rav Nachman, Mistabra Milse de Shmuel, it's logical what Shmuel is saying, that that old $100 bill is still usable, um, and and that, but that's only helpful if he ever has the chance of going to Meshan, right? But if he says, oh, this is usable in Antarctica, that's not helpful. I'm not going there. Then you, then you need, then even Shmuel seemingly would agree that, to Rav that you have to switch the bills now. There has to be a practical aspect. It feels like someone loses out on money. I mean, it's a definite possibility. What the the, the Meshan case? You're saying, if I if I'm Shmuel and I say, well, it's still usable in Israel, but I live in Chicago. Most people at some point make it to Israel, so that's okay. But if uh, if, if if Shmuel says, well, it's usable in Antarctica, nobody goes to Antarctica. Nobody normal goes to Antarctica. I shouldn't say that. That's rude. But nobody goes to Antarctica. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> I got to start. <laughs> What is going on tonight? What is going on? But but if Shmuel were to say that uh, the, the Antarctica, so then even Shmuel would agree that that's an unreasonable outlet, and then you would have to swap the bills. That's correct. And then money's lost one way or the other. Right. Yes. Uh at base five lines out. Eisve Rava Rav Nachman. Rava says Rav Nachman. We have a brisa. Ein mechalalin al hamaos she'enam yotzos. You're not allowed to be mechalal talking about meiser sheni. You cannot take the holy meiser sheni food and put it onto a coin that isn't in circulation. It's a useless currency. Can't do that. The lira. Yeah, you can't do that. Ketzad, hayulo maos kozvios yerushalmios. This was an old uh, type of currency. Um, oh, shel malachim harishonim, or a currency that was used for early kings. Ein mechalalin. That currency is not usable. What's implied from here, says the Gemara, is ha shel achronim dumyadirishonim mechalalin. However, there was a later form of of money that was used similar to the rishonim, and there it is mechalalin, uh, even though it's not really usable in Eretz Yisrael. And if it's not usable in Eretz Yisrael. So that's a big problem, and that also presents Akasha on Shmuel, on Rav Nachman's understanding of Shmuel. What did Shmuel say? Shmuel said that as long as it's usable somewhere, then you're good to go. But then what about here? It's not usable here. Why would you be? 
this is not usable. We're talking about Meister Shani. So it has to be usable in Eretz Yisrael. So it's not. That's what we're talking about when governments don't really care. And we can we can find a way to swap out the dollars and use them. So then on the achronim, on the newer money, on, on the newer version of the money, then you're you're good to go. If that's true, that Shmuel was talking about a case where things were makbid on one another, if Shmuel, if the Arukimta to understand Shmuel in the previous Brisa was that governments are not makbid, and that's how we understood that new Brisa of Achronim, that means that the case of Meshan at the top of the page was when they were makbid on one another. But if that's true, how are you going to get the money to Meshan? Governments don't allow you to use foreign currencies. Could you imagine? Like, we're not used to this. We we have credit cards, right? But if you, let's say there was a rule that you can't take American dollars outside of America and they check you at the border. How are you going to use the money in Meshan, Shmuel? Like, it's not even practical. So the Gemara says, You could do it. You know, like when you fill out those forms, they're like, are you carrying $10,000 in American currency? And if you are, you lie about it and say that you're not. So then the Gemara says, We're talking, what? No. <laughs> no, I already have to burn this whole computer, so I it doesn't matter what I say anymore. That's <laughs> true. I should stop drinking Coke. I just I just kicked one back before we started. No, it's not happening. So the Gemara says that ah, oh, don't worry, you can sneak it into Beishan. Delo Bakshi. Bakshi means in Aramaic that they're not checking. Yes, if they catch you, then it's going to be a problem. But they don't really check so much. You know, like uh, when you go through customs and you're carrying something you shouldn't. So then you like kind of keep your eyes down and keep walking. Hopefully, most people don't check. If they check, they'll catch you. Fine. That's what the case of Meshan has to be. Tashma, another Brisa, a third of the way down. Tzadi Zayin and Mbez. Okay, you're not allowed to be mechalel, meiser sheni on maos of Eretz Yisrael when you are in Babel. Vishel Babel vehein kan, and the reverse. Shel Babel vehein bebabel mechalelin. However, coinage from Babel when the meiser sheni is in Babel, you're good to go. Katani mihas, what did we learn in this brisa? That ein mechalelin al maos shel kan vehein bebabel. Even though at the end of the day, you're actually going to bring it to Eretz Yisrael. Why would that not be allowed? It must be that the governments are strict because this is a great example of where money will be used for sure, unquestionably, because you're, you specifically took the money to bring it to the Beis HaMikdash. Yehachi says the Gemara shall bavel behin bebavel lemai chazum. What good does it do for you if you have your Meiser Shani in Bavel and you um, are going to be putting it on Bavel coins? Perhaps the Bavel coins won't work in Eretz Yisrael. Chazu dezavimbu behema masik lushalayim, the Gemara responds. Ah, I could buy a behema here in Bavel with my um, with my Babylonian monies, whatever their currency was, Azuz, let's say, right? They did that, and then I could just bring my animal, simple, no problem, walk from Iraq to Jerusalem with a leash on a cow, no problem. It's going to be a walk in the park. Why are you limiting the types of currencies in Yerushalayim? The Lishka would take any types of coins. They, didn't, they knew people were coming from all over the place. 
Everybody knows that every kind of kind of currency was accepted. So what was the Havamin of the question that the Babylonian currency wouldn't have been accepted in Yerushalayim such that you can, ah, we had to come up with this uh, kakamani, I got to buy an animal and walk it from Bavel to Yerushalayim, ridiculous. One case is talking about where uh, where the Jews are in charge of things. They kind of have control and then fine. But the other was the nations of the world are in charge. When the nations of the world are in charge, they may have instituted a rule that the Babylonian currency cannot be okay. In that case, you have to get an animal and, and come up with, uh, with the whole circumvent. Tanu Rabona, nine lines or so from the bottom. The Gemara says, Ezumad Bea Shal Yerushalayim. What is the coin of Jerusalem? This is great. This is like, we, I, I, I haven't looked. I wonder if we found coins like this in archaeology. Look at this. David Ushlomo Mitzad Echad. Yerushalayim Ir HaKodesh Mitzad Acher. Anybody know archaeology? David and Shlomo on one side. By the way, if it was made during their times and if we have found it in archaeology, Lechorah, it's what they actually looked like. Yeah. Because they were, it would be fascinating. I just don't know if it's true. I, I, I mean, I'm sure the Gemara is true. I just don't know what currencies have been found. And here's another one. What did Rashi say? I didn't even look. I was wondering. Oh, the words. Because, yeah, they didn't use faces. It could be like idol worship. No, no, it's not. You can use a, you can use a profile picture as long as it doesn't have two eyes. That's why. Kasuv mitzad echad umitzad sheni kasuv Yerushalayim ir kodesh. Ah, right? I love that. Near Losha Hayabot Surah. The Tosfos actually deals with this on the next Nakuda. What? Tosos says this on the bottom. I'm just seeing this now for the first time. But if you look in the middle of, middle line of the last Tosos, Venira, Lo Shahayabot Suras Zaken Uzakena. He's talking about Avraham, which we'll get to in a minute. Mikan, Bachor Ubuchura, uh, Mikan, Bachor Ubuchura Mikan, the Aser Laasos Suras Adam, like Michael was saying. You're right, Michael. That's what the Gemara says, that it's Asr, but I thought it was mutter to say. I thought I'd known that somewhere. That no, it's not. This is good. What? Yeah, embossing. Embossing, right? But it shouldn't matter because as long as you, I, when I was in um, Poland, they had. We see this all the time, like when they have like the lions that are kind of built into things that we only see like a, a side, a profile view. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah, I, I'm, in my head, I thought it was profile. I, I mean, I, I obviously they're talking about it, what Michael's saying. It's a full full front of the face picture. It must be. But why not do a profile picture of them? That's that should be mutter. I thought I mean, Ladina, I thought we passed in that way. Maybe this maybe this is a sheet and not that way. All right. All right, I totally misunderstood this. Thanks for all the commentaries. What does the coin of Abraham look like? Avram Avinu, excuse me. Put my question mark in the wrong place. Avraham and Sarah on one side. And a boy and a girl on the other side, Yitzchak and Rivka. 
it seems more of a problem. What does that mean? Why is it more of a problem? Well, if you have a face of David and Shlomo, no. an actual person, wouldn't that be more of a problem? Um, Should be the same problem if you're putting a if it's us to put a person's face. The issue, meaning what Rashi said about Dublin Shlomo Kassim sounds good. You're just going to write the words Zakin and Zakina, and yep. write the words Bachar and Sula. Correct. That's why I didn't. My brain didn't even do that. That's also says bothered by Mikan Bachar Bachur Mikan. It says Zakin Uzakina Mikan. So according to the Balea Tosvos and the first blush of Tosvos, it seems that the older people, Avram and Sarah, were on one side. Zakin, at the end of the first line, Zakin is a Kena Mikan, Bachar Ubuchura Mikan. Venira, Lo Shahayabot Tsuras, Zakin is a Kena Mikan, Bachar Ubuchura Mikan. The Asar Lasos Tsuras Adam. Alakacha Yakasu, Mitzar Echad, Zakin is a Kena. Mitzar Acher, Bachar Ubusula. The Kach Piresh Bekuntras Gabe David Shlom of Yerushalayim Yakodesh Kach Hayakasu B'Matzbeh. What? Yeah, yeah. But um, it doesn't seem that that's what was happening in Breshis Rabba. Meaning, the base reading of Breshis Rabba in in Tosvos, he had to teach and say Venira that Lohaya Loshaya. Fascinating. Okay, what time is it? Oh my gosh. All right, let's stop right here at Ba'amine and we'll pick up Emir Tzashem right here uh, tomorrow night. I would imagine tomorrow night we're only going to learn Sadi Ches because it's it's Can we huge. Here Friday? No, I highly doubt it. Highly no, doubt. because you mentioned Friday. This of... No, no, I was just going through the pages, but we'll we'll even out by the end of Shabbos. We'll stop right here. Wishing you all a beautiful night.